0: So, you want to be an it girl? All right, guys. Hi, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wanna Be It Girl. Today is uh, another hot take that I've got going. Um, This is going to be a brain scramble, but on a topic that I am. Unqualified, yet qualified to speak on. We're talking about hustle culture and hard work and hardworking and hardworking culture, boss girl culture, all the things. So, recently on the internet, there has been a kind of stir going on on TikTok. Anyways, like I was saying, I was going to try, I want to try to keep influencer names out of it. Um, there's been this like stir and this is going to come out in a few weeks. So like this might be over, but I've kind of noticed it too of people calling out influencers for not working hard. Um, People are really frustrated over this idea that influencers are saying like, you know, other people aren't working hard and, you know, they kind of feel like, uh, you know, whatever. There was a comment made by a certain influencer being like, why is everyone out on like the middle of the week? Like, do you have jobs? And it's like a lot of people are upset like that to her being like, well, do you, don't, do you have a job? Like you're an influencer, like you're running around on a Wednesday with nowhere to go. And it really upset people, I think, on both sides. So we have a lot of people shaming people for what they call their work, their hard work, whatever it may be. So I kind of want to like scroll back on this because I honestly feel like I can take both sides here. Um, the obvious one is that on the influencer side, being called out by like regular people saying that they don't work hard. I think it is very easy for somebody who has never tried to be a content creator, never tried to be an influencer. Honestly, never tried to work in a freelance entrepreneurial style life to think that influencing or content creation is a very easy easy job. It looks very glamorous. It's just taking pictures, you know, they make their own schedule. They just make videos, you know, people have gotten famous doing really dumb shit like just making prank videos and I think it's very easy for the general public to be like, "Oh, well that's just, you know, really dumb and, uh, you know, famous for no reason. And like, that was really easy. And I'm not saying it wasn't for some influencers, some influencers or creat- creatives or content creators, whatever got really famous off of one video and like stuck. And like, Yes, some of them it's just so hard because we can't speak we can't speak for all of them. There's such a range of social media personalities out there. I think a lot of them work very hard. Some of them got lucky and realized how much of an opportunity they have and they work very hard and other of them just got lucky and you know honestly kind of piss on it but like that's their persona and they keep getting bigger. So it's a really tough Thing. But I also just like, I have to say that like, it was hard for me to watch people's reaction to this influencer saying these kinds of things, you know, being like, like well, like, yes, honey, like we go to work and like, you don't, you're just like an influencer posting videos. It is a lot of work. And that's something honestly, pre me starting this podcast, like I did not get, I did not understand that influencing content creating really can feel like a full it can be an extremely full-time job, it can be a side hustle, it can be something you put an insane amount of energy to and you get nowhere. It's it can be a job. So it was hard to see these people like attacking her reaction to that. And you know, on level, I think they were just really mad at the whole influencer content creator community being like, you know, your life is so now I'm gonna flip my devil's advocate side. The devil advocate side to this is that I think it can be very frustrating for somebody who works a traditional nine to five to see somebody complaining about their influencer job or them confused about other people and like why they have time off in the middle of the day. That can be super frustrating if you're grinding out at a nine to five, a job you don't like, you wanna be doing something else, or like, you know, you're, you're deep in debt, or you're like really trying to get by. And it looks like these people just run around making silly videos and taking photos. Like, that has got to be so infuriating if you're in more of a traditional job situation. And so like, I really do also sympathize with the general consumer of content that it is frustrating to see. All right, pause. So this episode was recorded a few weeks ago, like three weeks ago. And since then this conversation about influencing has gone even more crazy. There's been another kind of cancel moment over an influencer saying how hard it is to be an influencer. So I really felt it was important to add in something I really wanted to say about the issue that I feel like when I watched back and listened to the clips, like I didn't feel like I acknowledged and I have to remember that I've been doing this podcast for 2 years and a lot of this is talking to influencers and I am a white female who comes from, to be honest, a very privileged background. And I don't think I acknowledged that enough in my previous statement. So I wanted to make sure I was giving that attention that needs to be given. So something I feel like I don't talk a lot about is enough about, which I honestly have to be reminded of sometimes because I think I've lived in LA a long time and I've become jaded to it. And I'm taking complete ownership of that. Like I'm desensitized to the fact that like some of these influencers that we're talking about, like they make mega money. Like, remember when I had Haley, my boyfriend's sister uh, come on the podcast and she talked about how much they made. And I was floored that like, you know, for 30 seconds of a TikTok, like somebody could make, be making five grand. I recently got off a job where I found out that for a 30 second video, somebody could be making 10 or 15 grand. Like that is, it is nuts. We're talking mega, mega money. And to somebody who is out there grinding at a, you know, low income job, a job that like, you know, that in there have to keep to help keep their family afloat. Like this must fucking suck to hear influencers get online and complain about how hard their job is and stuff. Because like, you know what, to be completely honest on some level, like it is much easier to be an influencer. Like if you're, you know, working to keep your family like afloat, like, it looks pretty fucking good to be taking some photos in Hawaii and doing a TikTok ad for a teeth whitening strip like yeah that's that's got to be pretty a pretty fucking hard pill to swallow at the same time like i know influencers who are absolutely like grinding and you know you know aren't mega influencers and they're making some money for themselves but maybe it's not enough and they also have another job so like I'm going back to what I said that like the range is just absolutely really, really large of this. And like, that's why I feel like on some level it's, it's hard to judge. And like, maybe we should just like put our judgment aside because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what somebody else is doing. It only matters like if what you're doing and like what you're putting out into the world, like, you know, and there's all, God, I feel so icky even talking about this. I really feel that it's really hard to, you know, judge because everyone comes from such different situations and, you know, get on the internet to be like distracted from their shitty day. And they see an influencer complaining about how hard their job is. And, you know, they're absolutely busting their ass to like, make ends meet for themselves or their family, or they're supporting other people or caring for other people. So oh, very important to make this like pause and adjust, um, and add this to what I, I had been saying, you know, and I think it's important for me again, to acknowledge that, you know, yes, I am a podcaster who makes no money from my podcast. I make content on Instagram and TikTok for no money. Yes. That's something maybe I would like to, to do is like be profiting from these things. But you know, if I don't, whatever, I just hope that we can respect everybody more on both ends and just not um, diminish their experiences. The general consumer of content that it is frustrating to see influencers complain. I think, you know, the stereotypes that we all think about in regards to social media is like influencers are selfish self-absorbed just always trying to take pictures and videos you know so they can blow up and clout chasing and whatnot and like I'm not saying that's not part of it but it's just on both ends like we cannot judge somebody's hard work or not hard work like because until you really know somebody personally and you know a lot about their lives like how can you know how much work they're putting in how can you know how much work they're not putting in and I, that that speaks for both sides influencers or content consumers like i know that there's somebody out there who is absolutely like hustling their butt off just to make rent and, you know, make sure that their Christmas presents are like what they want. And at the same time, I know that there's an influencer out there who is absolutely hustling their balls off, trying, trying to do the same thing. Like we're not even talking about always mega influencers. We're talking about the girl who is 9,988. And when she gets 10K, she's going to get a big gig. Like she's hustling too. And it could be a guy. I just always say she. So I just want to like remove my judgment that I've had and maybe hopefully other people's judgments they've had about like what hard work is for an individual. Everybody's got different, different shit. Everybody's got different circumstances. And it's just like, I think it would be a lot more of a positive place if from both ends, we saw hard work as like whatever you're doing, if you're happy or not, not even if you're happy, if you're just grinding at it, Like, let's acknowledge that we're all doing something, you know, and not cutting each other short of that. Um, I also, to be honest, I think this kind of comes from a sensitive place for me because I feel like from the outside, people might look at me and be like, oh, Marley just like runs around picking up side gigs and, you know, is kind of supported by her. Not kind of, I am supported by my family. Like I'm not even going to lie and is an actor and whatnot and like I think people could assume like I don't work very hard but like I personally feel like I'm working extremely hard but yeah like maybe I don't have a ton to show for it maybe I do maybe I don't but like I could see how someone thinks I don't work very hard and I could see how someone thinks I work very hard but like it's just not something scalable um because everybody's thing is different if that makes sense I don't fucking know um And when I've been thinking about this whole hard work concept, something that really like struck me, that is not my favorite thing to talk about. And I'm going to try to put a pin in something that's a very large issue. And I'm totally unqualified to talk about. And that is the idea that I know people are not going to like this take, but men in a workplace will help men. I can see Eric staring at me right now, will help out men. And not be bitter about giving them a hand, teaching them the way, or whatever. And not always. Again, these none of these are blanket statements for anybody. Women sometimes in the workplace are less likely, or just more jaded, to willingly give a hand if they don't feel it's earned. If to another woman. To another woman. Yeah. Like I I don't have an exact example that explains that to me, but we'll use me as an example. Just kidding. I do have a good example. I've been looking for new acting representation for a while. I have some friends, acquaintances that I could ask to help me and they are women But because I feel I haven't earned my hard work to them, I won't ask them because until I feel like I've earned hard work to them, I don't believe they'll give me the referral. And I just think that's kind of like a women issue is like we're less likely to help if it's like not field earned. And I can't say that's not true for me. If some girl hits me up for, you know, Somebody's email or contact or whatever. I really do think about how much I think this person has worked in what area they're, you know, asking the request of me, and I do kind of weigh it out. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna help you or not. Or like, more often than not, to be honest, I do because I try to like remind myself of this idea that we're talking about. But like sometimes I'm just like, that doesn't feel earned to me. So I, I won't give them the contact or whatever they need. And like, I just don't know if men think about it that much. I think it's a very calculated thing for women to think about, you know, how much they believe someone's earned it. And I, it's a problem on some level. And it's honestly why and sometimes I think women can kind of get stuck behind or haven't like, you know, gotten as far as they could have as fast as they could have because the woman before them remembers how shitty and hard it was for them to get there. They don't want it to be easy for somebody else. So it's a really like complicated, layered, jaded thing that I think that starts to happen when you're kind of like, when you want to level up in a situation. But like at the end of the day, I think- (laughs) you have to keep working hard and I feel so fucking dumb saying working hard because what is working hard? It's so, it's so subjective and there's just so much luck and things. And like, even though I think, you know, time's, People will be like, Marley, what's your best quality? I'll be like, I'm a hard worker. And it's like, you know what? I have worked really hard in my scope, but, but compared to somebody else who could walk in the door, they could be like, Marley, you haven't worked shit. You know, so it, it's subjective. Um, but that brings me to the point of hard, just because you're working hard towards something doesn't mean it's a success, which I think is an idea that really is fucked up in our minds from school school taught me that if I work really hard, I would get an A. And in life, sometimes you work really hard and you might get nothing. (laughs) And that's like such a weird concept for me to like tap into because I've always believed if you do X, you get Z. And if you do Z, you'll get X. And like, that really came from the societal idea of like, do this, you'll get that. And it just, it's just not real. It is absolutely not real. Like you could do everything right in your job, your relationship, your career, and you still just don't know if you're going to get the it. (laughs) Me tying in the theme of the podcast. (laughs) Um, You just don't know. It's just like it makes it that you cannot equate any amount of work and know anything in life as a guarantee, which also is a great and fucked up thing about life is that on some level, it's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And that's honestly, I think, really true. But that has been such a hard lesson for me to learn. Right now, I've, I've honestly, guys, I can't lie. This year has been kind of rough for me. It's been great at the same time. And it's been really hard for me at the same time. And I've just always thought, well, my hard work is going to get me through it. And like it might, and it probably will eventually at some point, but I don't know in what shape and form, but it doesn't mean I'm going to get, exactly what I want when I want it. It's just unreasonable to believe that a result will come, which brings me literally to my next point is sometimes results just don't come. Like you could do everything in your power to make sure, you know, a pitch or something that you've been working so hard for in your job or life, career, relationship. And like, it could still just, never manifest which is like I don't want to believe it as I'm saying it like I don't want to believe that I feel like I'm saying Santa Claus doesn't exist when I say that but like it's kind of true like you just there is no way to control the amount of your outcome in success like it's all a lot of luck and a lot of Yes, you did the doing the hard work is like the bare fucking minimum. And then the rest is like luck. I I don't know, not always, but like sometimes, you know, you just have to keep keep going at it. And that's what I was gonna say next is the hard thing is like you you have to keep going because in whatever it is that you're focused on because nobody's gonna give you an A anymore. Nobody's gonna give you a pat on the back. Like school really did create that idea for me that if you do something, you will get the result you deserve. But that's the thing. You might've not deserved it. Like, I don't even know if that makes sense. But the thing is like, you you have to, this is one of the greatest things a teacher ever told me is sometimes like you have to graduate yourself. I think I've talked about this before. Sometimes in life, there become situations. We well, use you're at a job. You realize you have outgrown the job. The job has taught you a lot. You've learned a lot about the space that you didn't know before, and there's really no more space above you to grow. You can continue to stay in that space kind of with like a brick on your head because you've reached the brim of what is going to happen to you. And that's a comfortable place. And I'm not knocking if that's what you want. You know, there's different place. Like for instance, like I've i kind of hit my brick on traveling. Like I don't really like have a wanderlust life that I want to travel. Like that's okay. That's an area of my life. I'm cool with it just being where it's at. But like, let's go back to the job. Like you want to be somewhere else in the workplace and you want to continue and get to that next level, but that's not going to happen in this situation. You have to literally, and we'll go back to the school analogy, graduate yourself, pat yourself on the back, say, thank you so much for this experience. I've learned so much here and it's, it's time for me to, you know, start at the bottom somewhere else and wait for the brick to show up at your head again. And that's a really hard thing. I think I was going to say in like an entrepreneurial or freelance career, to tell yourself is when you've hit your brick hit your top and that place but honestly as I say that I kind of think that's true for like any career sometimes even any relationships like sometimes you just gotta you hit the top and you know it stunts your growth graduate yourself and you have to move on if you want to continue to grow in that area <sighs> so here comes the the oh are we playing a sound effect good. That might need some cleaning up. This has been a fucking (laughs) mess. Really still going. Okay. I think it's done. Great. So here comes the big vent session of this thing. Let's talk about the idea of hustle culture. We have established such the idea that quantity of work equates to quality. And that is like, I have fallen so deep into that trap and ended up in the deepest levels of burnout because of that. It's the idea of just doing shit to do shit makes you, you know, close to that Michael Jordan work ethic or, you know, Kobe Bryant work ethic And I'm not saying that there's not seasons in your life where like you have to just have this go, 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 yes, 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 and I will do this and that mindset. And there's seasons of that. And I've gone through seasons of that, which really benefited me. And I've gone through seasons of that where it was actually probably hurting my growth. So that, you know, makes me think of like, is the idea of doing something just to do it and get the pat on the back and the, the A plus in it really quality? I don't think so. This newer season of my life, I have thought to focus on quality over quantity, doing something to the absolute best of my ability. And if that means I have to take on less things, then I'll do it. And I'm kind of like in my first, we'll go with semester, season of really committing to that idea. I have to say like, it's made me feel, um, much more like stable and present in things, but like, is it forwarding my career where I want it to go? I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I think the point of me bringing this up is I want to say that I think like hustle culture and hustle mindset has a place and it has a season but if you don't take the time off from that kind of extreme yes and yes and yes and moments you're gonna burn out and then there's nothing sustainable and then what did you build that shitty house for so I think it has to be a mix of you know, a stable house that maybe a few things were like crazy and yes, and then there's other really good parts of it that were really methodical and present, and, you know, look really beautiful. And maybe it has, you know, not the best um, furnishing or whatever, but it has really, really good bones. I think that's how you have to attack the idea of a work ethic long-term and there's going to be seasons of things. Um, that are really, really crazy hustle vibes. And there's other times that are going to be like, hey, I need to kind of enjoy this time off. I particularly think that applies to people in creative spaces, but take it if it, if it applies to you too. I hope it does. And um, I want to talk about facing the <laughs> addiction of doing. We lightly touched on this. There's this idea that as long as I'm doing something, I'm getting somewhere. Is that true? I do not think so. It's such complete bullshit that if you are always just actively doing something, you've you've managed to actually make any kind of real impact. I don't think so. And I also use this analogy a lot to describe sometimes how I think about things. When you're in an addiction of doing stage, it's kind of like driving a car and you're pushing on the gas so extremely hard and you're gripping the steering wheel like so intensely. It's it's like terrifying. And in some levels, I think it feels so great. You're feeling fast, you're feeling cool, you feel like I'm really fucking doing something. And internally you're telling that, but like from the outside, people like on the street are like what the fuck is going on in that car? Like, that is terrifying. Like, I don't want to cross the street or like, you know, when you see a fast car drive by you on the freeway, you always go like, what the fuck is that guy doing? That's what I think happens when you're in the addiction state of doing is you are the crazy person in the car. And if you just take your foot off the gas a little bit and like, just really be present Really be focused on the few things you want to do well. And if you can let go of that thing you want really bad and truly like release that stress tight gas pushing energy, when you truly release it, you can't like fake release it just because I'm saying if you release it, maybe it will come to you. Maybe when you like actually relax and create some space for it to come, the thing that you've been working so hard for will maybe come from you, come to you. Caveat to that is I do think that there has to be a base level of consistency that you can create and commit to. And that's the thing about consistency. I think consistency comes in different shapes and forms. For instance, I've been really consistent about working out the second I wake up. It's the first thing I do every day. I've committed to that for this season of my life in the next season of my life if that's not something i can be consistent to fuck it fine it's a 2 day a week thing who cares so you have to take your consistency and also be malleable with it is that the word malleable that sounds right you have to be flexible <laughs> it's still confessions of a wanna be girl here and we still sometimes don't we know what we're talking about anyways these are my Rambles about hard work, hustle culture. I didn't really touch on girl boss culture, but it is the idea that you have to look perfect, uh, to get everything done, and keep a perfectly clean house to me. That is girl boss culture. And I, I don't know how anybody does it. And I'm still addicted to the idea. And it's also an extremely fake idea that somebody could do all of those things. So I hope this is a reminder to keep going at what you're doing, have a perspective change about what hard work and hustle culture can really look like. Um, This was all over the place, but I kind of like doing that. So once in a while, we need an all over the place episode. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast. You can check us out on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and of course, wherever you can find your podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday.